I think when I first found that advertising was my thing was when I was watching a cable access story. I think I might have been like 15, 14 or 15. And I saw it on one of the minor channels. We only had like, how many? 12 in those days, I think. And I saw this dude with a long beard and might have been, I don't know, God, must have been 1984 or something. Crazy 80s, red glasses, denim shirt. And he was presenting these beautiful boards, beautifully drawn storyboards of cars. And I realized it was Porsche and he was presenting to the um, Porsche executives, the German Porsche executives. And I don't know if he was in Germany or here, I can't remember. But he was gesticulating with his big hands and he was really tan and he just looked so cool. Then the boards were drawn so well and I was like, I like that guy. I like what he's doing. I think I could do that. That's what I want to do. And come to find out later, it was uh, Lee Clow. And that was my first gig, pretty much, being his assistant, starting the switchboard. And that's about it. That's me. My name is Margaret Keene. I'm the executive creative director at Mullen Lowe in Los Angeles, California. That's my story. Celebrating the lives, work, and achievements of women around the world, The Drum presents Exceptional Women of the World, hosted by The Drum's America's editor, Doug Zanger. Let's start with three questions. What's something that you've learned recently, either personally or professionally, that surprised you? Something that I've learned over and over and over again, and I continue to learn, I seem to not be bright enough to figure it out, is listening. Like, to be quiet and be silent and listen, Mm -hmm. you know, to everybody, to those around you and kids and bosses and, and everybody, to just keep your trap shut for a minute and listen to what people are saying. I think everybody kind of wants to be heard and you have, you always have, especially if you're a creative sort of person, you got ideas flowing all the time and ideas on ideas on ideas. So when, (laughs) so when like somebody in your team says something, you really spark and you say, I I got an idea. I got, I can make that better. I could tweak that. I can make that shit good. You know, it's just like this stupid lesson. I should just write it. I'm going to tattoo it somewhere, you know, like right on the palm of my hand and just say, just listen, just shut up. Maybe that's it. I'll just tattoo it on my thing. Just shut up for a minute and be quiet and hear what they have to say. It's part of my ambition for them and for me and for all of us to do great stuff. But, but God, you know, sometimes you just need to be quiet. Notice I didn't say anything. I know. Right? Now I feel like an idiot. Like I, I'm, it's, well, totally, it's your interview. It's yeah. not me. But now it's I'm a hypocrite. A no, you're not I'm a hypocrite, hypocrite who doesn't no. listen. <laughs> right? This is a slightly different, we're not working on a pitch. We're, we're just having a conversation. <laughs> kind that's, of. that's good though. You don't strike yeah. me as somebody that's sort of ready, shoot, aim. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll just sit here for a while and you'll see. I'll, right. I'm going to try now because I'm going to try <laughs> to be quiet. Well, that would make... That would be a shitty interview. That, that would, would render bad. this whole interview moot. That would be dumb. Just go fly <laughs> out of here. When are you at your very best? When I get some sleep. <laughs> I'm hearing that so much, right? And we not, none of us get enough. Yeah. Get a little sleep. When I am around people who are a hell of a lot better than I am, and they up my game and make me great, I'm at my best when I'm in a really, really creative environment. I find that when I get grumpy or feeling a little salty, it's usually when I've been in too many meetings about too much shit other than creative mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not good. I, th- I think I've gotten better at that, but it really kills your soul and you begin to start thinking in Excel spreadsheets and stuff. And that's really... That really doesn't help anybody. That's bad. Except know? people that need Excel that need ex- and, and, you know, I got nothing against Excel. No, nor do I. It's I a just, fine Microsoft product. It's a fine 
Let's let's get it's that product placement in. Yes. Sort of thing. Right. Whatever. But you know, crayons, pencils, pads, mm-hmm. Photoshop. That's when I'm I'm feeling like I'm home and I can hang out with people and pictures, video, right? Film. Then I'm super happy and I feel like I'm I'm winning. What would you say your biggest victory has been and how did you deal with it? Wow. I think at the time in my life that I'm at right now, you know, at this stage, the biggest victory is to be able to, and multitask sounds like a really cliched sort of thing, but to be able to give time to the things that you need to give time to. Right. You never do enough, but, you know, the people you love and the people you love working with, and then there are people who really, really need you. But to try and make sure that, again, that's kind of part of the listening gig, Mm -hmm. to be present. Somebody told me that when my kids were really little, be, be present. Especially when your guys are little, you're like, I have no idea what that, are you going to bleep me if I swear? No. Okay. We're Scottish. Oh my God. <laughs> but you know, that's a, like when you have little babies and things, you know, yeah. it's uh, it's like be present. I'm barely keeping it together, you know, but, but to just be around and soak it all in and realize it's, it's fleeting. So the victory is in the realization. Yeah. And having fun in the moment, right? Right. And, and just going, this is going to be pretty great right mm-hmm. now. So sit down and relax. Enjoy the ride. Even if it's a hard ride. Even if it's a mm-hmm. real shitty hard ride. You know, mm-hmm. and you're like, man, this is, today is hard. With just all the issues that everybody has, you know. And just, mm-hmm. just ride it through and say, okay, I get that there's learning here. Get your Buddhist. Get your Zen on. Get your Zen on. Let's go to the must list. What is a must do? must try and take some time off and live the life that I've been building, right? Mm-hmm. Must, must strive for better, cooler, and more interesting work. It's not worth it, you know? Must do more interesting work. Must, must, must. Do you yeah. think you do interesting work? Yeah, yeah. I think we do pretty, pretty great work. When, if you must go for that spark every day where somebody says something, you're like, holy shit, we got to make that. That's cool. Must mm-hmm. have that moment Yep. once a day at least, or at least a couple times a week where somebody comes in, must inspire someone to do that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, and that's everybody. That's like your own kids and people right. you work with and um, clients and partners and everybody must inspire them or give them space or just shut up. Right. It all comes back to shutting up. Shutting up. What's a must experience? I think a must experience would be to actually get to be a real mentor to a lot of people. We work real hard, you know, every day. And I think that there's a a greater opportunity for me to kind of connect with some people that are the young me's. Mm -hmm. And that's something I, I, it's, it's coming and it's, it's come in fits and starts, you know, over the last few years. But I really know that that's, I look around the corner and I can see that waiting for me. What's a must read? The book that sits on the table in the bathroom once a day. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Which is? I'm just trying to get through a Vanity Fair at this stage. <laughs> right? I mean, I was, I, I was kind of hoping for like, <laughs> are you there, God? It's me. I mean, but don't Margaret. even say that. Don't fucking say that. Don't Why? say that. Because can you imagine? Can you imagine going through puberty and having that be like on the bestseller list? Can you imagine list? having the name Doug and having that schlubby cartoon character as yes. your namesake? Yes, I can. <laughs> I can. I totally can't. I was actually just going for Judy Bloom points, no. and it was just serendipity no, that it happened to be it that. Didn't. Okay. It doesn't work. Or it's work. a vanity fair. You're trying yeah. to get through So guess fair. what? Not only that, and this is a good little... Not only that, so <laughs> picture that you're 13, right? On the verge, probably... You're anyway. dodging this question, by the way. No, I'm not. That's no, fine. Okay, go ahead. I'm not. 
and uh, and yeah, and and <laughs> are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Is like the number one bestseller, right? Yeah, right. And and you, you're the idiot whose name is Margaret, which that'll make break my mom's heart. But but also, not only are you the one that's name is Margaret, but your last name is Midget. See? Yeah. Now it, you've yeah. I get it. Got it. But Doug it was tough. Doug's Doug? a great name. Doug's my dad's name. Okay, it's, well that's good. That's but we, a good name. But we we can relate. Okay. Margaret Thatcher. Okay. You know. Margaret Johnson, your counterpart in San Francisco. I love her. Isn't she the best? And we're like, yeah, we're the we're north and south. Yeah, she's the best. She's rad. Good dodging. But Margaret's a long. It's it's an old name. It's a classy name. It's a classy name. No one. I'm seeing more Margarets now. I'm not seeing. There's (laughs) no no one's naming. No one. No one's naming naming their kids (laughs) Doug anymore. Guess who I was named after? Margaret Mead. Okay, interesting. Not sexy. You know who I was named after? Who? No idea. No the idea. cartoon character. Oh, wait, no. I, no, this is 1969. I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. Was, I don't know. I'll ask my mom. It was that. a big summer. I guess. What is a must learn aside from the shut your yapper? Shut, shut your trap. Don't, you're not going to lean back on that one. I again. won't. I can be original. <laughs> I think that uh, I'm leaning on my old one. Really enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. Really get, you know, celebrate the wins. That's a big one, right? How, how do you learn that though? Because it's like, yeah. there's, a, there's that natural part, right? Yeah. And then it's, it's kind of like. You've won, but you got to keep going. Yeah. We had a meeting the other day, like a, a full-on, you know, client meeting with an amazing CMO that we have. It's so lucky for him. And he really said some nice stuff about us. And man, if, you know, we just went right ahead and jammed right into the stuff. And I, I was like, shit, we didn't take a minute to say, okay, that was cool. Right? Like, right. you know, just, you don't have to pat yourself on the back too long, but you have yeah. to say that was, that was good, you know? And, and like with life and and everything it goes by fast and you got to look at your teams and your kids and everything and go that was okay like that that went off well we did our job right right um everybody's going to pay their mortgage this month like that was a good thing right it was good and so i think that's the thing like take just a second because there are another 12 hours ahead where you're going to work your ass off and so take a minute and kind of and kind of enjoy it and i think we don't we definitely don't do that enough we're growing and we're small and we're crazy and we're trying as hard as we can and we don't kind of look back. I did a presentation the other day, a little one, just among star guys. And there's that this old, awesome, you've come a long way, baby, Virginia yeah. Slim's ad, Virginia right? Virginia Slim's, yeah. Yeah, and I put that in my presentation and, then, and I just said, you know, let's just one sec, let's just sit on this slide and say, we've had a good, a little bit of a good run here. I mean, knock on wood. Right, and it is legitimately yeah. wood. Yeah. 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 So, you know, just, just take a minute, be stoked. What's a question you've never been asked before that you would love someone to ask you, and what would the answer to that question be? How do you stay looking so young? You, you do. <laughs> it's okay. That's the truth. No, no, I, I wasn't not, asking. No, I, I, you don't strike me as the young fishing for a compliment <laughs> type. The vein, the vein type. No. Um, I look really young from about 50 feet away. You look pretty young, but I'm pretty yeah. blind. I don't have my glasses on. Well, so, it's, yeah. I, I've and you got are too. Michael McDonald hair. I've that's got it. pretty much great I like hair. that. Well, that's, that's pretty high. I know. Right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So All you're right. dodging the question Sorry. again. Yes. Sorry. That's okay. I'm not good at this. <laughs> not good at this. You know what's funny is people don't often or maybe never ask me, what do I do for fun? It's interesting. <laughs> no, no I, it, uh, I like the candor, but that's, yeah. tr- you know. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And I would love to answer. I do all these amazing things for fun. <laughs> what do you do for fun? Just hang with my, my kids. Just hang that's with fun. my people. Yeah. And, and it, that's the most, that's the best thing I can do. 
you know, that's the most fun I, I can have. But it would be kind of cool to say something like, I ran out Iron Man. You know, I did right. that kind of cool shit, like marathons and bungee right. jumping and right. stuff like that. Like, it might be fun at some certain time to have a little bit of a bucket list and be able to answer that in a really like amazing way because you know when you when you ask people shit like that and they say something really amazing you're like damn i know it's like damn it's like, oh, look at you yeah you adventure eating quinoa for you breakfast yeah. yeah hang out with the kids is fun i yeah. can relate to that i love you know i love them and they're a blast and they're funny and they make me think about things in different ways and um they're the most fun i can have and my and my husband we we laugh a lot we giggle and laugh and those guys are a good time. You know? Well, the genesis of fun and the foundation of fun is a smile. So that's, I'm very prolific in the <laughs> weird analogies there. Um, yeah, we'll put that on a, on a t-shirt <laughs> or a coffee mug cozy. Here's where I compliment you. Okay. I love the story about how you got into this business. Yeah. And I was going to go one direction with this, but then as we were talking, I decided that I wanted to go in a different direction with this. You brought up the fact that Mullen Lowe is, you know, you guys are hustling here. Yeah. You know, here you are out in El Segundo and yeah. it's kind of doing your thing and you've got the mothership in Boston Yeah. and it feels as though that you're starting to reach these not critical mass, but it feels like to me, you were at Shiat for 20 years, yeah. you were at Saatchi I get a sense that you have this invigorative spirit. So you're invigorated by the chase. And that can scare the living hell out of people. That mm. absolutely scares people. So one of the issues that we talk about in this industry, right? Fearlessness, bravery. You know, you, you can kind of see through that a little mm -hmm. bit. But the sense that I'm getting is, is that we're all human. We have fears. Anybody that tells you they're, they're completely fearless is mm -hmm. probably not telling the truth. Yeah. But I get a sense that there's not a lot that spooks you because, you, number one, you've had the experience. You've had the time behind it. Yeah. So you, even though things are changing, you know, the technology and whatnot, <laughs> you still realize that you're building something and, and you are like a, a builder of things. It feels that way. Is that accurate? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I've been, you know, people were telling me a lot of different things. First of all, they said we'd get along great. And I, you know, I just regret the fact that we even spent any time. To, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I, they, you guys are going to get along super great. And here are some things that you need to know about her. But I love the idea of the fact that you're, you know, you're putting on the hard hat every day. Yeah. You're doing it like for the right reasons, though. Yeah. Right. It's, you know, I, I think that's right. You know, I really do. I like building teams. I like building, or or not really, building teams sounds a little bit, you know, like playing God sort of bullshit. No, I, no, I know what you mean. But I think yeah. I, I like... I, you, you like bringing talent together. I like hanging out with people and seeing them, yeah. like, hang out and be stoked to be with each other and come up with good shit. That's, I'm proud of that. Like, I feel like if I can do anything, that's something I, I can do. It was interesting what you said about being scared. I think when you know what's really scary in life... The fun stuff isn't scary. Right. It's fun. You know what I mean? Right. The scary stuff is scary. And the building and the making and the ideas and, you know, look what we're doing. Look where we are. Jeez, it's like it's like 80 degrees. It's 90 degrees outside, right? right? It's right. sunny. It's like, come on, this is like... We're doing okay. Yeah. This is the cherry on top sort of stuff. But at the same point, you know, you've got clients who need you and, and who need you to be the smartest, most talented, mm -hmm. uh, most innovative people on earth for them and their businesses. And they've got 
like we were talking mortgages and car payments and sure. kids and that's the reality you know, and that's the reality and you got to be a grown-up and understand what the business is about and what you're trying to do but you got to be pretty radically ambitious mm-hmm. and if you get a little scared you just you know you get past it pretty quick and mm-hmm. it's funny how uh, a good idea that comes in destroys fear that's an excellent observation yeah you can be completely flipping out and freaked out and go in a room and somebody has some little tiny chicken scratch and you're like, that shit is good. You know, and then you can't remember what, why, why you were so yeah. afraid of the business and the problems and challenges and stuff. So that's a really, really good thing is like, if you have that in you that ideas triumph, you know, creativity and ideas and artistry triumph, you know, fear and, and all that stuff. It, if you're that kind of person... You can come work at Mullen Low LA. No. I like the recruiting hook. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, I think uh, I think that's kind of part of getting through life too, right? Is understanding that stuff and getting to the next stage and growing. I think the growing thing is is something that you just got to kind of be that kind of person. Right. I also hang out with a lot of young people, so I have this weird delusion that I'm young too, and that's that's going to catch up with me. Pretty well, soon. I mean, it's not like you're Amy Poehler and Mean Girls, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> some, look some at me. Days you are. Some days I am. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know. So, yeah. Sorry, that was the analogy it's that just okay. leapt to mind. It's pretty close to who I am. But <laughs> <laughs> I think those guys look at me and think that's exactly who I am. Like, I'm like, hey guys, we're we gonna come up with some VR ideas today. Yeah. Is it true? They're going to be like, God, when is she going to leave? Is she going to talk about Duran Duran again? Oh, God. Please, no. Is she going to show us another video? Right. God. Simon LaHue? Yeah. Yeah. I walk out and they're just like, okay, let's work. Let's get this shit done. (laughs) I I hope not, man. Every guest on the show gets a chance to talk about whatever they'd like for a couple minutes. So without further ado, the floor is yours. Probably the most important thing to do is to act, to figure out, you know, what's in store. What are the stories that need to be told in the next six months, two years, four years, God forbid, eight years, you know, what are we going to make? And we were talking about this around Super Bowl time. We are saying... Either make something really funny that makes me, you know, pee my pants and I don't have to worry about shit and I'm not looking at my feed and getting all freaked out, you know, or or do something that means something, right, that's meaningful and great. And it doesn't seem like there's much room in the middle to do anything else, right? And that's sort of what we got to do. I think beautiful things would be nice too. Let's concentrate on, on making pretty, beautiful, graphic, interesting things. That always helps. Much like the muscle list, we'd like to wrap up the show with some advice or wisdom. What is your last word? Life is a roller coaster, and you can either white-knuckle it, or you can put your hands up. So put your hands up. It is a great pleasure spending <laughs> some time with you. It was very entertaining. This is fun. We covered a lot of really random ground. But random. Yes, but I, yeah. I appreciate the time. Midget. That was my name. Okay. <laughs> We're peeling layers of the onion now. <laughs> but no, seriously, thanks for hosting us down here in California. Appreciate it. Thank you. I'm glad you were here. <laughs>